Welcome back to Top Chair Sports. Uh, it's Victor here with you today. Sorry I haven't been able to get with you guys uh, lately. And thankfully, you've been hosted by the two most handsome men on Top Chair Sports, as I've been reminded, Brett Amen. and Spencer Miller. Uh, so this is going to be the first of a new series we are launching. So we will still be Top Chair Sports. Uh, it is still the mainframe of the umbrella in which we will cover all sports. However, to give you guys a little bit more detailed, uh, in-depth analysis on certain sports that we like to cover more and we believe we can adequately cover more in, longer, in a longer duration, we are going to officially make Hockey Thoughts uh, a branch of Top Chair Sports, which Brett will still run uh, all himself. Don't worry, I'm not going to ruin any of his picks or advice or anything. Um, he is still in charge as our hockey expert here at Top Chair Sports. And then we are starting a subgroup for the NFL, which we will call uh, To the Gridiron. And with that, we introduce a new member to our Top Chair team. Uh, he will, for the most part, be solely affiliated with To the Gridiron, as he will be a uh, always present or try to always be present here. Uh, Logan Durst, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Be a part of the team and, uh, you know, hopefully take over as the most handsome part of Top Chatter Sports. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, apparently I just fell to fourth. Not a good luck. At least, I was, <laughs> yeah. at least I was always on the podium before. Now it's rough. Uh, but yeah, so as we go on uh, with the NFL season, we'll do a little more. This first episode is going to be short and sweet and to the point uh, so that you guys can get a feel for what this will be like. Uh, we're going to go over our weekly uh, picks for each of our uh, anchors here on Top Chair Sports, uh, even Spencer, whether he is in on the episode or not. And Spencer should be here each week. Brett will actually be a guest star uh, off and on. But all four of us will submit our picks each week, whether we are on the air or not. Um, and there is a small competition between each of the anchors, uh, because as it is reminded, we don't get paid here on top chair sports because I am also poor as the one who pays people. So a gift card will be rewarded to the winner just so that way you guys know we actually care about who we're picking. We're not just saying the jets like Spencer every week, just to, <laughs> for fun. Um, with that, we'll get right into it. And Let's talk about Thursday Night Football. Everything starts uh, as you're hearing this today, Thursday, September 10th. We kick it off with the rematch of the first round of playoffs, the Houston Texans at the Kansas State Chiefs. Um, I think we're all going to be pretty straightforward here. I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. Logan? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are pretty much the obvious pick here. Um, not to say that the Texans can't pull it off, but... Kansas City is just definitely more of a complete team than Houston is, so you got to go Kansas City here. Uh, yes, I will make this a sweep. I will also take the Chiefs. Um, I don't think the Texans are a good football team. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Uh, as we talked about before, Deshaun Watson, his 4 by 40 uh, new contract, so we'll see if uh, he can earn it. Not a great, great start for him, most likely in this one, to, to try and show he's worth it, but We'll see. Game two, we got the Seattle Seahawks headed to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Logan? You know, 
I love the Seahawks, and I'm a big Russell Wilson guy, but I'm actually going to have to pick the Atlanta Falcons Ooh, for the upset okay, on this one. Okay. Um, you know, I think they did a really great job in their draft this year. Um, I think they did a great job retaining some players that were I thought were going to become free agents, and they were able to retain them for lower salaries than what they were expected to make. And, um, you know, I, I think I think Atlanta's going to pull off the upset. I think this is going to be Matt Ryan's year again. Okay. Brett? You know, I am also taking the Falcons, but for different reasons. Um, I agree with everything you just said. I'm taking the Falcons, though, because, one, I, I think the home field has a big factor here, uh, despite there not being fans, probably. And, two – I looked at the Seahawks roster today and I, for the life of me, could not recognize a single player on their defensive line. Um, so I think Matt Ryan's going to have a lot of time in the pocket and Todd Gurley could have a very good debut. Uh, so, yeah, I like the Falcons squeaking out a close one. Okay. Um, I guess I'm the odd man out here, which I didn't expect on this pick. I am going <laughs> to take the Seahawks. Uh, I get the Falcons made a lot of moves and the Seahawks – did not um Clowney leaves this offseason or is not there anymore. Um, but ultimately Russell Wilson is an MVP caliber player uh almost year in and year out. And I think this is one that they take to try and uh, get an early start as to win their division, which I expect to be very tough this year. Um game three, we head to New York where the Jets head to the other side of the state to take on the Buffalo Bills. Um, Brett? Um, the Bills. Nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm probably going to have to agree with, uh, with Brett here. I mean, how could you not pick the Bills? They only got better this offseason by adding Stephon Diggs. And um, – they, they have a good running back core with Devin Singletary and now Zach Moss is their number two guy, you know, some fresh legs coming off the bench. I, I just, I can't see New York keeping up with the run game, the pass game, and I can't see Buffalo's defense letting up any more than 10 points. Wow. Full, full take 10 points. Uh, you heard it here first. That was guaranteed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, talk about a business to get into is the furniture business in Buffalo because many tables will be broken yet again, um, whether in their kitchen this year as they cannot attend the games or few can attend the games. It doesn't matter. Buffalo's rolling away with this Bill's Mafia off to a hot start. You were um, so excited to say that joke, weren't you? I was. <laughs> you had that saved up. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to throw in a few corny jokes. Haven't been on on any of our podcasts uh, in the past two weeks. So definitely missed out the next game. We have the Chicago bears headed to Detroit to take on the lions. Um, in case anybody didn't hear Mitch Trubisky is starting game one for the bears week one. So yeah, I'm going to take the lions um, for that and many other reasons. I mean, yeah, I, so I'm going to have to piggyback off of uh Victor's furniture store comment and say that this game will also provide a lot of business to furniture stores, but in the bed department, because this is going to be a snooze fest of a game. Um, You know, Detroit's just not very exciting. If they're anything like last year, 
just not very exciting. And the Bears, with having Mitchell Trubisky as their quarterback again, um, you know, again, that's going to be a snooze fest of a game. That being said, I think Detroit did okay with the draft and in free agency. Um, really, the draft being drafting Okuda from Ohio State and drafting DeAndre Swift in the second round, which I was shocked he actually fell to them um, from Georgia. So I think those two are actually going to make an immediate impact and help them win in week one against the Bears. Um, yes, I will take the Lions. I The Lions are kind of my pick for most improved team this season. Um, when I look back at what they did with Stafford last year before he got hurt, they were actually a pretty solid team. Um, you know, they they won some good games, beating teams like the Eagles. They lost by one point to the Packers. They lost by just four to the Chiefs. They were a solid team, um, and I think they'll kind of pick up where they left off before he got hurt. And um, I think this will be a very easy win for the Lions. And I, I like to piggyback off of what you just said about Matt Stafford. I'm excited to watch Matt Stafford throw to Kenny Galladay again. You talk about a crazy like hookup right there. They, they were a lot of fun to watch before uh, Matt Stafford, unfortunately, got injured last season. So I'm definitely excited to see that. And I am a huge Matt Stafford fanboy. So, yes, I agree. One of the most clutch of all time. Um, next game. We got the Cleveland Browns headed to Baltimore to take on the Ravens in which OBJ is on the right team here. And as they will literally get shit on this game, um, the Ravens are going to come out swinging. I mean, you take a, a great team from last year. You add another running back who may is already in a fight for that starter job, which if Mark Ingram is your backup running back, you're doing pretty well. Um, and yeah, the Browns are not good. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to 100% agree. I mean, despite the Ravens losing probably, if not their best defensive player, um, because he is such a jackass, Earl Thomas. For those at home that don't know, yes, uh, <laughs> Earl Thomas, um, who I don't even believe is still with a team at this moment. He's still a free agent. But besides the point, that's besides the point. Um. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be much of a competition. I think the Ravens are going to bowl over the Browns. If I may make a projection on the score, I would oh, like to say it's going to be 45 to 14. Wow, dropping a 40-burger week one. Yep. I give them high 30s. Brett? <laughs> Believe land. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> Ravens in a just really unfortunate game if you're a Browns fan. Uh, Apparently one of the many over the past... uh, They're going to need like a TV mature rating for that game because it's just (laughs) going to be a slaughter fest. Oh, man. Poor... Nah, not poor Cleveland. We'll only be allowed to air on HBO without being censored. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next game... We have the Green Bay Packers headed to one of my favorites of the year. Uh, as believe me, I've taken as much shit as OBJ for saying this ever since I have said it earlier this summer. The Minnesota Vikings. Um, those that don't know, I'm all in on the Vikings this year. 
in the regular season, that is. Uh, they'll lose in the playoffs, probably first round. I have no faith in them in the playoffs. Um, but this will be their first win uh, of the season, off to a strong start, um, beating a Green Bay Packers team that I will give them credit, I think is slept on. Um, they really didn't lose much, and they were, what, 12-4 and four last year, 13-3? Three. Three. They were very good last year. I know they didn't help Rodgers at all, but like people are not projecting them higher than 8-8 eight and eight in most cases, and I just think that's ludicrous. However, this will be one of those losses. Luda. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to have to pick the Vikings solely for the fact that the Vikings, I think, overall as a team, pretty much improved, and they have a healthy Dalvin Cook to start the season. Green Bay did nothing to improve this offseason, in my eyes. I... I just I think even one receiver in maybe the fourth or fifth round of this year's draft, which would normally be like a second round receiver in any other draft, would have substantially helped this team, specifically A.A. Ron and Devontae Adams. And they failed to do that. Um, you know, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers' back can handle carrying that team for a second straight year. I really don't. Um, so I think Minnesota is kind of the obvious, actually, actually the obvious pick here. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers' back is a question mark. Uh, I think his clavicle is also a question mark, and hopefully that stays intact. But um, I, I am going to agree with both of you and take Minnesota here as well. Um, I have these teams splitting during the season, but each winning their home games, so. That applies here. Okay. Um, next game, we roll on to what I think will be an easy one. We have the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Jaguars. Uh, not trying to pick on the Jaguars, but, man, they have been bad. Uh, and they have just lost or traded away more people. The future is bright as far as their draft picks go, but that will not help them uh, in week one. I have the Colts with newly added QB this offseason, Phillip Rivers. Uh, taking this one. Yeah, you know, I, I'm all about Minshew mania, but I this Colts defense is phenomenal, first off. Second off, I couldn't tell you any good players on that, really, that, that front three, front four for the Jaguars' defense and against probably the most dominant offensive line in the NFL, in my opinion. I think Jonathan Taylor... Marlon Mack are going to bully them. And then Phillip Rivers is just going to have easy pickings on that depleted secondary for Jaguars. And T.Y. Hilton's probably going to end up having two touchdowns in the season debut. So, okay. Well, um, I think Josh Allen will have a very good game and get a couple sacks on Phillip Rivers. But the better Josh Allen. The better Josh Allen, yes. Right, but, right, right. Um, yeah, no. Um, for everybody, like, bet against the Jaguars pretty much all season long. Um, you know, they'll be they'll be happy to get four wins this year. I would project them around two or three. Um, and they'll certainly lose this, this first game here. Okay. Pretty fair assessment. Yeah. And coming from a, a Jaguars supporter, you know it's the truth when even he is realistic. Um, the next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Carolina Panthers. Um, I am 
going to take the home team, something I don't do often as a test. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. Um, I know the Raiders' defense got a lot better last year, uh, and a few pieces got hurt later in the year. But I'm just going to let CMC do his thing and steal a game for them week one, I think, even with uh, Teddy Bridgewater at QB. Brett, I'll jump to you on this one next. I'm taking Vegas. Knock on wood if you're with me. I think you might be the only one knocking on the three of us here. Oh, here's why I'm taking Vegas. Uh, they are probably, and I say this very much sarcastically, but also kind of seriously, they are probably one of the best coach teams in the league. Yeah. Um, and the Panthers just have nothing that excites me, really. Just a mediocre a, a, team. I'm sorry, is this aside from the best running back debatably in the league? Yeah, I get that. But, like, one man can only do so much. It's a team sport, and I just don't see a team in Carolina. Fair points. Yeah. Um, I totally get what Brett's saying here. Um, with the whole Vegas being one of the best coach teams and the Panthers maybe not having a complete team, that being said... I still just don't know what Derek Carr is going to come out and do. I really don't. And, you know, John Gruden's offense is one of the most difficult lingos in all of sports. It truly is. And I just don't know if Derek Carr still knows it after a year, you know, coming into year two with Gruden. Um, so I'm going to have to pick Carolina. Sorry, year three. Um, so I'm going to have to pick Carolina because I think – Vegas to me is actually more of a question mark than Carolina is coming into this season. That's just my opinion. But. Okay. Um, I agree. I agree. I think both these teams uh, are, are big question marks for sure as to what we're going to get out of them. Um, yeah. Very good point. But yeah, only seven more years, Raiders fans. That's, yep. that's right. That's a good point. <laughs> but only seven more years. At least 70 million more. Apparently, a hundred million dollars at least gets you a debatably one of the best coaches in the league. Um, not the best, yeah. one of, uh, one kind of. of. Maybe. Uh, moving on, we have the Miami Dolphins uh, headed to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Uh, we get to see Cam Newton in his debut with his new uh, team as he is announced as the starter uh, for the Patriots Week One. Um, I get Brady's gone. I don't expect that to change too much uh, for the Pats as they now have a reliable QB again. I'll take the Pats in this, if that's not obvious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to take the Patriots too, only because it's the Patriots and it's still Bill Belichick. I, I truly think, I mean, obviously Cam Newton's going to be a better starter than Jared Stidham. Like, let's be real here. But I honestly think you could throw in Jared Stidham this game and they would still win this week. Um, mm -hmm. I, and Miami's just too young of a team. And again, I think they're kind of a question mark too, but um, they're real young and you're going up against the best coach in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. Um, and you're going up against the best coach in the NFL – that now has a former MVP, healthy Cam Newton. Um, I think healthy's the big, the big thing here. Um, we know what Cam Newton can do as a healthy quarterback, and 
I'm I'm so excited to see what Cam Newton can do in this New England Patriots offense, and I think it's going to get them an easy win week one. I am I am too excited to see what Cam can do, and I don't mean to jump in here, but I mean – But you're going to. Going. Exactly, because I just need to emphasize. <laughs> I mean, Andrew Luck was great while healthy, but we can't – we can't stress this enough. Oh, on this Spencer's going to be so pissed yeah. at you. <laughs> oh, my God. But we can't stress enough that, uh, I mean, once glass shatters, once you put it back together, how long is it really going to last? Um, and I love Andrew Luck, and he had a great career. But the keyword there is had, and the other keyword is healthy. So with that, Brett. Well, and that's oh. – sorry. <laughs> sorry, Brett, I'm going to cut you off here. No, by all means. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. They're going to win, I think, week one because Cam Newton is healthy for at right. least this game. I, I agree. Fingers crossed for him, you know. <laughs> knock, um, on knock on wood. Knock on wood if you're with us. Thank you. Um, but I – like I said, even if, God forbid, something would happen to Cam Newton, Jared Stidham comes in. They're still They're going to win, win this game, and Agreed. that 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 was kind of the point I was getting at. God forbid Cam Newton does would get hurt, but with a healthy Cam Newton, I think it's no question. Now, Brett, are you sure? Yeah, no interruption. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm oh, also no, hold up a sec. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm also taking the Pats. Um, I think you could argue that the Patriots actually have a better quarterback this year than they did last year. Um, so everybody's sleeping on them. I, I still have them in the playoffs. I still have them, you know, competing for this division. I don't think they're really going to miss a beat. And this is a Dolphins team that I hesitate because Fitzmagic is starting week one, which kind of scares me a little bit in picking the Patriots, but I'm still going to go with the Patriots. Now, does it shock you that Fitzmagic is starting week one? No. It was definitely – I definitely expected Tua to start, but I'm not, like, shocked that he's not. Yeah, I, I expected Fitzmagic to start, and I just I – I think he's going to be on a short leash, um, assuming that the offensive line holds up well enough for Fitzmagic, though he'll be on a short leash. I agree, yeah. Yeah, I mean – I look at as he got them some success last year when they were pitiful. So uh, I, I kind of wasn't surprised by uh, the veteran being in week one. Um, I think by week five, it'll have changed at the least. I mean, I to think... jump in here real quick, he's either oh, going gonna... to gonna throw for four touchdowns or four picks. You know, that's just how he rolls. So it'll be, it'll be fun to watch either way. Um. And I like Brian Flores as a coach. I mean, cons- you look at what they did last year, and they tore that team down to nothing, and he still managed to win five games with that team. Yeah. And tanking for Tua actually worked without looking bad. It did. So, you know, I with, uh, the, with five actual... Five wins and Tua. Right, right. They got five wins. They, did, they exceeded expectations, and they still got the guy that they were eyeing up the entire time. I'm excited to see what they do with a better team this year. They're just not going to win week one. He um, is uh, another one of Bill Belichick's coaching branch, right? Didn't he, wasn't he on the Patriots? Yeah. So you got to like those chances for sure. The Belichick oh, yes. ripple effect just continues. That's better than the Sean McVay ripple effect. Right. <laughs> uh, final note on Dolphins QBs. Josh Rosen was released uh, by them and then signed 
by Tampa Bay to their um, practice squad to their practice squad. Yep. Uh, so yeah, rough, rough career, rough short <laughs> career for Josh Rosen so far. Um, with that, we move on to our next game. The Philadelphia Eagles take on Washington as they are labeled on uh, ESPN. <laughs> Not the a big yellow ball. W. Uh, I thought they were going to list Washington football team on here. No, just Washington. Um, yeah, with the big yellow W, which is something they will not be taking week one. Uh, man, that is going to be an awful logo for Wait, them. Wait, is that the college they're facing? Or... <laughs> it might I just can't tell the difference anyways between Washington College or Washington Redskins. Formally. The college at least earns their W. It's uh, <laughs> The Eagles will steamroll them in this. Um, as of now, the Eagles, I know they've actually had a few injuries, but they're healthier than they were last season. Um, yeah. Yeah. As much as I want to piss off Brett, I have to pick the Eagles. Um, I can't, I'm not going to go against them this, this game. Uh, you know, I'm excited to watch Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team, you know, coming from, you know, Memphis, um, and now playing in the NFL, and he's going to be their week one starter. I'm excited to watch him, but I don't expect him to carry that team to a dub. I, I think they're going to get absolutely pummeled. So, Yeah, I mean, I'll take the Eagles and not really much else to say. Copy and paste what I said for the Jaguars with, with the Washington football team as well also. With this is going to be a rough year. Right I, I, think, I think Washington football team wins two games. If they're lucky, I agree. They 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 might they might end up with the first overall pick. The most exciting thing they could possibly do this year is come up with an actual team name. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that hard of a task to ask for. No. Um, moving on, we have the a battle of two teams that are very intriguing this year. Uh, I have both being bad, but some people. Uh, we'll say otherwise. We have the Los Angeles Chargers. May I go first on this? Yes, uh, facing the Cincinnati Bengals. And per your request, Brett, it's all you. Okay, so I love T-Mobile more than anybody else on this earth. As, I, Victor, you can I, attest. That. Yes. But I'm actually going to take the Bengals in this game in Joe Burrow's debut. The reason being... I don't, like you said, I don't think the Chargers are going to be good at all this year. T-Mobile will win them some games because he's a baller. But I don't know. I think Joe Burrow's the kind of player, um, he's a special player, and I think special players uh, win in special moments. And this being his debut, I think, kind of fits that mold. So I'll take the Bengals. Okay. Do you want to go second? That's all you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. And I actually am more torn on this than apparently most people as roughly 70% of people are taking the chargers in this matchup. Um, like I said, and Brett uh, verified that I don't think, and we don't think really the chargers will be that good this year. However, Joe Burrow is still a rookie and has no offensive line, like none. They might as well have, uh, just tried to take the whole O-line from Alabama because I think it might actually be better. Um, and despite all his offensive weapons, if he doesn't have time to get him, get the ball to him, I just don't know how much he'll be able to do. Uh, I really hope he doesn't get beat up too bad in this first NFL game. Um, but 
I will take uh, or I will side on the edge of experience here and go with T-Mobile and Austin Eckler to kind of get a tough win or a, a grindy win here. Yeah, so I'm actually incredibly torn with this game too. Um, I think the Bengals, you know, truly do have that question mark. I mean, I know Joe Burrow had an incredible college season, but he is going on a team that earned their number one overall pick. Um, so that's 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 going to be a tough one to uh, to pick for me. Now, last time that Kenneth Murray, the new inside linebacker for the Chargers, played Joe Burrow, it was Kenneth Kenneth Murray's last college football game ever because LSU took it to Oklahoma. Um, but I think that Kenneth Murray is going to get the edge on this one and the San or excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to overcome the Bengals with Joe Burrow. Um, but I think it's going to be a very competitive game. And I think it would actually be a no brainer if Derwin James was healthy, but I think he's out for the season or at least out for the first like 10 weeks or so. Um, but despite losing their best defensive player and probably their best overall player on the entire team, I think they still come out with the win here, but it's going to be a good game. Okay. Um, this is why Logan is such a great addition to our football podcast as, or series as he can provide that college insight that uh, I, I agree because I, I honestly for a second there I wasn't sure if you were speaking English that's how little <laughs> I knew about what you just said but that's a very <laughs> cool uh, thing to bring up um, so great touch on that Logan uh, we <laughs> had to possibly the most look forward to matchup of week one the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with all the hype surrounding them head to New Orleans to take on the Saints in week one. Um, I can't say enough. I think the hype is overrated uh, and is just that hype around the Buccaneers. Um, if they go 10 and six or better, I will be biting my words uh, and I will come out and admit that. But I have the Saints giving them one of those losses week one uh, all around the better team. Um, I am intrigued to see how the... Uh, ball gets split between the offensive weapons that Brady has in Tampa Bay, but uh, I think this will be a game to get that figured out and head into week two because I just had the Saints in this one. And that's if Mike Evans plays. He is apparently a game-time decision, so be very interesting to see um, if he plays. And truthfully, he, him playing could decide whether whether you know they win or lose that game. It could. Um, that being said, I think the saints are probably going to pull this one out um with the addition of emmanuel sanders on that receiving core um having michael thomas and emmanuel sanders two very good threats michael thomas obviously being i think the best receiver in the nfl um you know i i just think that tampa bay's defense is probably going to lose them this game this 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 week one matchup okay yes i will also take the saints um to complete the sweep there and you guys pretty much covered everything already so uh i don't really have anything to add on that okay so uh, well said. <laughs> thank you. ditto sticking with the nfc and uh some more exciting teams we have the arizona cardinals taking on the san francisco 49ers this might be my most look forward to matchup of week one 
um, despite not being most people's. The Cardinals, I know Brett is big on the Lions, uh, and I believe that's who you said, if I'm already, unless I'm forgetting already, that that's your bounce-back team of the year. Um, yeah. The Cardinals are it for me. They went 5-10-1 last <clears throat> year. I think they very well could have gone 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, and I think this year they will end over 500. Uh, you can go back to when Brett Spencer and I did our uh, picks. I know it was before a few moves happened uh, earlier in summer. But, yeah, you can go back to that to see where I had them ending up. However, I do have the 49ers winning in this one. I just think this is an exciting Cardinals team to watch this season. Just won't get going early enough. You can go ahead, Brett. Um, yes, I will also take the 49ers, but um, I also am very intrigued by this matchup because um, I think this division as a whole is probably going to be the tightest division in football. Um, I think we we did bring that up, like you said, when we did the the picks uh, God, a couple of months ago now. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, the Cardinals... Um, I think the Cardinals are also going to be very improved and just a tough team to beat all year. How many of those games they actually pull out, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I think it'll be close, but yeah, I agree with the 49ers for this one. Yeah, as much as I want to see the Cardinals actually win this matchup, uh, I'm going to have to go with the 49ers as well and you know complete the sweep here. Um, the Cardinals drafted my absolutely favorite player in the NFL draft, and it was probably a lot of people's in uh, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson, the linebacker. Well, you call him a linebacker. I call him a defensive athlete because that man can literally play anywhere. You put that man a D tackle, he will still find a way to get 20 sacks in a season. Defensive um, utility. He is. <laughs> he, he's a d- defensive utility uh, player. I mean, he, he can play at all. That being said, he's not going to win them this game. Um this is definitely going to be a team effort if Arizona would try and, you know, would try and get this game as a W. Um, but I just don't see – I think the 49ers are way too complete of a team to lose this matchup. Okay. <clears throat> um, speaking of some NFC West teams, as uh, Brett mentioned, he sees them being one of the toughest uh, divisions as far as the battles fought within. And who the toughest, out, yes. The toughest. Um, I also have them as the best division in football uh, when you look at just wins total by a division while also still being the toughest. Um, And who I have actually coming in the bottom of that is the Los Angeles Rams who face off versus the Cowboys week one. Um, Yes, it's in LA, but I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. Um, Finally got a new coach long overdue. um, And I understand that Cowboys fans have been saying this is the year for a while, but this is finally, I think, going to be a very positive year for them. And uh, I don't think Sean McVay's coaching will do enough in this game. Yeah, so <clears throat> I I liked what the Cowboys did this offseason. Um, you know, obviously drafting CeeDee Lamb at 17th overall, which I know I sure as heck didn't think he was going to fall that far. Um, and I just think that the Cowboys did enough this off season and the Rams didn't do enough this off season for this matchup to be in the favor of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, will the Dallas Cowboys be over 500? I actually, I'm not sure, you know, it's the Dallas Cowboys. You just, it, it's just one of those things you have high, high expectations and they just let you down every year. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I think the Cowboys are just a better overall team than the Rams. And um, for those of you that don't know, Jalen Ramsey today signed a five-year $120 million contract. Seventy-one. Was it seven? Oh, I thought it was in the Unless hundreds. that was guaranteed. Yeah, my, my, we will fact 70, check that and come yeah, right back. I'm almost positive it was five years, 120 million. He's now the highest paid corner in NHL or NFL history. Jeez, um, 105 million, excuse me, with 71.2 million guaranteed. Um, we were both right. <laughs> and you know, I have a theory where when players get these mega contracts in their first year, that they incredibly underperform. Um, that's just you know an observation that I've made on my own. So I'm, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey is going to be great this year and he's certainly not going to help this team. I, in my opinion, win week one against the Cowboys and the Cowboys, I think take the double on this one. Um, I, I also have the Cowboys and you know, I personally just hope the Rams just go 0 and 16 this year and never win a single game with those that god awful logo and those <laughs> ugly uniforms. They don't deserve <laughs> to win in those uniforms or that logo. But with that said, um, I think this will be a good game. You know, Sunday night football games, just from from my personal observations, are always competitive for whatever reason. And always, you know, a good game. Um, so I think we'll get a good first Sunday night game here. But I think Dallas does squeak it out. Um, and yeah, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that's a big contract, and I can't say it's not deserved. Um, but it's just for a corner. Like I don't know. He is still young, so maybe maybe it'll be worth it. You know, maybe it's a good move, but it's very risky in my opinion. I think it's a time will tell kind of contract. We'll we'll see if he lives up to it or not. Yeah. Um. Sunday night games always turn out pretty good, as Brett mentioned. Monday night seems to be hit or miss. Uh, we get two of them, so it'll probably be one and one. Uh, in these Monday night games this week, one <laughs> the first of which is the Steelers taking on the Giants. Um. Logan, I'll let you start. Yeah. Okay. So personally, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, and this is a non-biased pick. I'm still going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers as of what it looks like about 90, 95% of people on ESPN did as well. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy watching Saquon uh, run the ball. He's always a fun person to watch play. However, Saquon playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is a whole different animal than what he's used to in his divisional matchups. Um, and Danny fumble dimes. <laughs> I, I just think I think TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, maybe even Bud Dupree, who knows if he decides to show up that game or not. Um, you know, I think they're licking their chops at the fact that they're gonna be able to put up maybe two or three strip sacks this game. Um I, I think I think and with the return of Big Ben as well, you know, the adrenaline on that team's gonna be so high that I don't think Pittsburgh Steelers lose this one on a Monday night game. Go ahead, Brett. Um, yes, I will take the Steelers in, if I may predict the final score as well. Um, I'll say the Steelers come out on top like 27 to 10. I'll give the Giants, you know, I'll give Saquon that one touchdown run, you know, because he's Saquon. 
Um, but other than that, I agree. The Steelers defense is just too good for this still very young Giants offense. And I just don't see I don't see the Giants really being able to move the ball much, if at all. Not to mention the Giants uh, are lo- have lost two offensive linemen because of opting out with COVID this year. Um, so that's just another, you know, another issue that the Giants are running into. Not only are they a subpar team, in my opinion, they are losing two starting offensive linemen on an already fumble-prone quarterback. So, yeah, not a good situation in New York. No, and I want to lead with saying the Steelers, as a Steelers fan myself, um, are notorious for losing games they shouldn't uh, each year. However, they typically wait till about week 12 to do it. This will not be one of those games. Uh repeat everything that Logan and Brett said already Steelers I I'll give the Giants 13 um I put the Steelers maybe hitting 30 this week one and getting off to a hot start and finally we wrap up week one with a very intriguing matchup of the Tennessee Titans uh headed to Denver to take on the Broncos um who wants to start final matchup you know I'll I'll take this one to lead off um in case you guys have been living under a rock, Von Miller is out for the season with an ankle injury. Um, will one man win an entire game? No. But will he help win a game? Absolutely. And without him in this game, um, you know, I, I really think Denver's defense is going to struggle. So with that, I really think that the Titans are going to take it to him. Um, you know, A.J. Brown coming off of a fantastic rookie season. Um a rookie season that, you know, some people might not have thought would happen. And I kind of expected, I, I liked him at Ole Miss. Um, he really, he really shine. And I think, you know, here again with his second year in the NFL, I think he's only going to improve. Um, and I think, you know, he and Tannehill are going to have such a great connection this season, not to mention they're having the form, you know, last year's rushing leader in Derrick Henry. Um, I certainly would not want to tackle that man. Um, no matter how much you pay me, how many millions of dollars, that man is a literal brick with a football in his hand, um, that can run. So yeah, I, I think, I think Tennessee is going to pull it out here and, uh, I'm kind of excited to watch Javion Clowney, uh, make his Tennessee debut and see how he does against a very young Denver offense. Go ahead, Brett. Um, yeah, you mentioned Von Miller. I mean, it's always tough for a team to win when they're without their quarterback, right? And he's certainly the quarterback of that defense. So I agree. I think that defense is going to struggle. Um, and this is a Titans offense that I still don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't matter because they have Derrick Henry. And like you said, the man is like a walking not walking he's like a sprinting dumpster <laughs> just charging at you and you, you really it's hard to stop a dumpster you know Th- those things are big and they're heavy uh so i don't see the broncos really having an answer for him and i expect another great season from him but also i just want to say i won't watch any of this game because it doesn't start till 10 10 and i absolutely hate when the nfl does this two monday night football game thing so just wanted to get that out there too. Go ahead, Victor. 
Yeah, uh, I'm definitely in. I'm taking the Titans in this one. I I think it will actually be close, um, but I'm going to take the Titans for all the reasons aforementioned. Uh, uh, Denver's defense was supposed to be a strong spot for them um, with a bright offense coming in, uh, but I think that obviously Von Miller will be a tough piece, and I don't see their defense being uh, a top 10 without him, I will say. Uh, I am excited to see Melvin Gordon with – the Broncos. I think that was a great little ad for them. Um, and yeah, we'll see how they do this season, but I will take the Titans in uh, week one because how do you stop a dumpster? Um, if I may um, add on, I'm excited to watch, and you said about Melvin Gordon, I'm excited to watch the Denver Broncos offense though. Right. Um, they're young. You know, Cortland Sutton, obviously an animal. He's a proven animal. Um, Jerry, they add Jerry yeah, proven animal. Um, they added Jerry Judy, who is probably the best route runner in the past several drafts, in my opinion. Um, extremely reliable target. And then they add KJ Hamler from Penn State, who is going to be a deep threat. And we know Drew Locke's arm strength. And KJ Hamler can run up almost a 4 3 40. So you put that in Mile High Stadium and just let those boys run down the field, and you know it's going to be an exciting offense to watch. But I just don't think it's going to be enough against the Titans. So yeah, uh, that wraps up our Week One picks, and we will get Spencer's and uh, keep track of them, even if they don't get put on air here. Um, the only other thing I have to mention for this week, we brought up the Jalen Ramsey contract. Uh, we talked a lot about the Cardinals, so I didn't want to hype on it then, but big contract for them as they signed DeAndre Hopkins to a two-year deal for worth $54.5 million. Um, I believe that's makes him the highest non-QB per year uh, contract ever signed uh, at 27.25. Um, good move or bad uh, based on how much the contract is worth in your guys' eyes? Oh, I, I think it's a great move considering the length of the contract. Um, you know, I'll pay a guy whatever the hell he wants for, for two seasons um, if he's going to produce still at an elite level, which I think he will for at least two, three more seasons. So I really like it. Um, and good on DeAndre Hopkins, who was his own agent for this deal on really, really uh, pulling it out for himself. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Um, I won the best in the NFL, so uh, hopefully 42.5 guaranteed. Great for him, as you said, to negotiate himself. And um, yeah, we'll see how it plays out for the Cardinals, but I see that being nothing but the biggest addition possible for that team. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, uh, and we will see you next week on To the Gridiron. Make sure to tune in to uh, of course, our main podcast episodes of Top Chart Sports, where we still go over everything happening in all the sports leagues, uh, more on a high-level, high-profile uh, situation as opposed to this in-depth um, game-by-game structure. And let us know if there's anything else NFL-wise you want to hear on To the Gridiron uh, in the future. And we gave you our week-by-week picks, or our team-by-team, I should say, 
make sure to check out our friends at Bet for Better uh, as far as if you're going to actually put money on these games when it comes down to the spread. And they will be able to give you a lot more in-depth scenario when money is on the line.